Yo, what's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones. If you want to support Illinois media and what we do over here for the culture, here are four easy ways. Whatever streaming platform you're using to listen to us off of, like, comment, and subscribe. And also, spread the word. Number two, download the Illinois app and share it with everybody in your contacts. Number three, buy some Illinois merch. All you got to do is go to I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot C-O. And number four, you're more than welcome to donate. You could become a one-time donator or you could become a monthly donator. It's up to you. We appreciate all the love and support. God bless. Stay healthy. Stay fresh. Peace. Yeah, man. I understand that we've been trapping all day. I understand that we've been robbing all day. But one part of the day, you got to cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host, Biko, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. Walking world, walking world, walking world, walking world, walking world. It's Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. I'm your host, Biko, alongside my brother, Illinois Jones. It's a special show today because, as always, we bring you all the illest guests from around the city and globe. Yeah. And today, all the way from Cali, we got Asha. Amuno in the building. What's going on, yo? Welcome from Cali to Chicago. Whew. Yes, sir. You bundled up the yeah. right way like you've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> no. On everything. Gotta be ready, you know. How long have you been in this? How long you been here so far? Like this is like your Less first than 24 day? hours. Less yeah. than 24. And it's my first time here. So, so did yeah. you buy your coat prior to or when you got here? Oh no, I had to have it before I even touched down, bro. Uh, you you, yeah. you did the right thing. You did the oh, because <laughs> you came doing the yeah. You, you just missed that negative degree weather. Just oh, missed yeah. it. I mean, do you experience cold like this? Have you ever experienced cold like this? I mean, for the, not really. For I mean, like I got family all over, but we would always time it so it's not that cold. So mm-hmm. they told me it's that real cold. So I had to get ready. You know? Yeah, like Cali, the coldest it'll get is like thirty degrees or something like that. I'm outside like, with my shirt on. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm outside with just with my shirt on in that type of weather. I'm running around in the, probably just a hoodie in 35. See, no, that's wild. What? I can't do it. I can go <laughs> jogging in 35. I'm outside with a hoodie on with that type of weather. See, nah. Or a short, uh, not you know, a small coat, not too big. See, that's, see, that's the different altitudes, man, and the, the weather is. Nah, I see you because I'm not outside at all. <laughs> what, what was it like actually seeing real actual snow and stepping in it it's a trip honestly like that's probably so i mean of course it's so normal here but like in cali it's specific places you go to see snow and it's hmm. this whole thing like oh my god we see, and it's not even real so like stepping in it and just i don't know it's a whole new experience i, I honestly love it like maybe it's just because i'm just getting here everybody like as soon as i we was <laughs> Me and Evan was just talking about like you get outside from the cold into the car and you just want to start yelling and cussing and stuff. Like, like shit, yeah, like, shit. Damn. Oh, I could cuss. Turn yeah. the heat on. <laughs> did you make a snowball? Did you get make a snowball and hit somebody with it yet? Not yet. Mm. Oh, you got. I just don't know it's coming though. It's gone. Okay, for sure. <laughs> you, go, hey, you, you prepare. You got the gloves on. Oh uh, yeah. He got the gloves, the scarf. Man, the nice coat. Yeah, the boots. Man, he came <laughs> on. He wasn't fucking around. He was like, I heard about the Chicago shit at all. <laughs> Wrapped up nice, you heard me? I mean, how is it for you, you know, making your way here through music, my brother? Like, it's beautiful. That's, it's life-changing. It's the dream, you know what I mean? Like, 
being somewhere that I've never been off the strength of the fact that people believe in what I love to do the most mm-hmm. and the people around me believe in it as well is like all you could ever ask for, dog. Like, you know, being coming up in Moreno Valley, California, it's like super insulated, uh, you know, borderline suburban. Like most people live there their whole lives. So just being over here is everything man and it's your first time <laughs> yeah yeah damn and it's to hit the stage tonight at um tnk festival at sleeping village yes sir and you headline hold on let me <laughs> how does that make you feel like you're here to headline like i'm from it's, california i'm in a whole nother city headlining and a whole nother event like like this is it's beautiful like that's honestly the best way i could put it is it's beautiful it's like you know some I'm going to be talking about to my nephew, to my mom and my sister. They all called me as soon as I got on the plane. Like, you you already done it. Like, just off the strength of the fact that I'm not in the same place that I was. Right. Like, you know, it's everything. What's some things I know I know you telling your peoples in California that you coming to Chicago. I know they was like, what the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> they was worried about you giving you all the rundowns in Chicago. Like, what was some of the things that you was hearing before you got here about Chicago? I mean, honestly, like, Californians are, <laughs> we can't function if it's not sunny. And that's the main thing was, like, you about to make sure you got seven puffers on and you got the docks and underneath them you got some Uggs tucked into them and all, you know, like, it's, are you sure you want to go right now because it's cold and et cetera, like, you know. Of course, like, staying safe and everything, too, is, is a thing. But I'm the type of person, I keep my head down wherever I go, so it's not a deal. Oh, no, that's right. I mean, uh, you being here now, before we even tap into all things, have you tried the food? Have you gotten anything to Ooh. eat yet? Yeah. Uh, you got to tell me the name of the spot, but we went to this fire piece of spot. And they, what's it called? La Villa. La Villa. Yeah, it was fire. Um, And bro put me on, Evan put me on game, like, the real Chicago pizza is not the deep dish. No, it's not. It's the thin crust. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm like, oh, we about to get some deep dish. He's like, no, bro. We don't eat that shit in real life. Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I'll still have a slice of deep dish. But that's not a, a Chicago thing. That's like a tourist thing, right? Still try it, though. Yeah, he was talking about the Italian beef, too, is one of the things. Get it dipped. dipped. Get it dipped. Yes. With nacho cheese. Ask for nacho cheese. Don't Ooh, get the, the nacho yeah, cheese. The nacho, yeah. Instead of the marinara, the, the, I'm sorry, the mozzarella, yeah. Nacho, nacho cheese. cheese. Oh, tell them sure. I want it dipped with nacho cheese. That's all you got to tell them. Don't just say it. And don't say lightly okay. dipped. Drench. Drench. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And get nah. you a bag of chips and a, and a, and a, and a you got to get you a good pop. Get you a good pop. Pop. Oh, that's like soda. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, we got two dicks. a good pop. I'm telling you, it's going to be the best black pepper and mild sauce on your fries. Oh, oh okay. okay. Matter of fact, go to Sharks or JJ's or, or Harold's. If you get a chance to go, yeah. Get, get, get your sure. Italian beef from one of them spots. Take him to one of them spots to get his Italian beef. You know, and get him Man. a six-piece, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Damn. Six piece. I'm still tripping on popping for? soda. How long are you here for? A couple more days. Oh, days. yeah. Take, listen. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Roll hell the carpet yeah. out for him on the restaurant. Hell yeah. yeah. Boy, you finna go back nice and, and, and stuffed. <laughs> you ain't gonna never wanna go back to Cali. He gonna like, nah, Chicago got some shit called mouth sauce. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that shit ain't the same mouth sauce. So for here. Not real. Now, uh, Asha Amuno, is that, that's your, that's your government name? Asha Amuno. Asha that's Amuno. dad. Everybody calls me Asha. Okay. Yeah. Cause like hearing that name, I'm I, I think African. 
Like, are you do you do you know uh, where your ethnicity rooted from? Oh, so Asha is a name that I took on. Okay. Um, but the name comes from um, an Indian word for hope. Mm. And Amuno, so the whole idea behind my name was finding something that felt more attached to my identity mm. as opposed to like, you know, people call it the slave name or like your colonial name, whatever. But also something that embodies the whole idea behind why I create, which is like, giving people a sense of something bigger than, you know, whatever it is they might be experiencing in that moment, positive, negative, everything in between, embodying a full range of experiences is kind of my whole deal. Damn, that's deep. That's, <laughs> that's deep as hell, my brother. And I got some music, too. Uh, we got an exclusive coming y'all way a little later, too, man. I've been playing it. Oh, y'all going to love it. But Florida Water is out. Yes, sir. Like you, you all the way over on the west. Florida's all the way like south. How did you even come up, you know, with Florida Water? And the, I mean, even just the aesthetics of the song is crazy, man. So how did Still you come? Up? I'm looking. Uh, I mean, without getting too sappy, it's like supposed to be a, a palate cleanser. You know, like there's this. Uh, col- it's actually a cologne called Florida water. It's this like spiritual cleanser that people use. I don't personally use it, but it's like the idea of it being something where you could just like, all right, let's disarm the situation. You know, we're getting ready to drop my album Pins and Needles. And this is one that like, before we start dropping all of the like more just bops, shit that you could just vibe to, want to give a little bit of like context. You know what I mean? So it's like a palate mm-hmm. cleanser. And, and, and speaking of a project, if I'm not mistaken, there's a listening party going on today. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah. let, let, let the listeners know where they can pop out to for the, nah, yeah. for the, listeners, uh, for the listener party. It's going to be at Classic Studios. Um, the address? <laughs> hey, what if happened? you search Classic Studios, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to pop up. Yeah, yeah. I was say, yeah it's going to be at Classic Studios, 2 to 4 p.m. If you can make it come through, uh, RSVP uh, capacity was met, but we just opened up some more spots. If you can make it, slide, you know, it's first come, first serve. So, yeah. So be there. See everybody there, you know. Yeah. Be there and tonight. Is that crazy that you have an event, a listening party in Chicago, and it's over capacity? That's oh, my, it's, yeah. bro. Like it's mind blowing to me. Like this is, I mean, Chicago is one of my top cities. Like a lot of my fans are here, and meeting them for the first time is like a dream. You know what I mean? Like it's it's people here who know my songs better than people in the city that I'm from. What's good? It's your homie Everyday J, and me and Bro Groove Nuke got some ill sounds for you. From the up and coming artists to your favorite artists. Only thing better than this is Granny Sunday Dinner. And she'll even be listening to this. So make sure you tune in to Ill Sounds every Sunday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. only on Illinois Radio. Yo, what's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones, and right now you're tuned into the dopest thing to hit the streets since crack cocaine. And we got a California. In here with us, just give us his presence, his vibe, his energy. Asha Muno, what's going on, big dog? How we doing, man? We chill. Look, he gets just the vibe all the <laughs> way around. <laughs> Look, I was in the whip listening to Good News. Um, the first song on there, my you say, uh, I used to swim with my shirt at ten. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't swim with my shirt no more. <laughs> on me. It felt like it felt like it was a ma- and, and 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 then she took my shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of metaphors about this shirt, like like you going into adulthood or something like that. Like, 
Is there exactly. a hidden message behind behind that? That's a big part of it for sure. It's just like coming coming into yourself, you know, like I was a little shy, you know what I'm saying, to myself type kid and just getting older and starting to feel myself, realize who I was in context of everything, you know, and then people around me slowly start to realize it too type deal. You know what I mean? The, the women. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, knew what they started feeling me. And did taking my shirt off. <laughs> my I got, shirt I ain't got to take it off myself no more. At, at, at what point do you remember that, you know, that coming towards, you know, at, yeah, at what point do you remember that impacting your life? Like, you know, you remember the age yeah, where you started high to coming to yourself? Definitely in high school. Like, I put out my first mixtape, and I remember I came to school, and when I walked into class, everybody was just like, bro, like, you did your thing. Because people don't really, you know, anybody who's from Moreno Valley who does any cool shit, they leave and claim the city that they moved to. So mm. it's like, you know, they show me a lot of love. And from then on, it was just kind of like, you know, gave me a little extra boost in confidence, but also just like felt like I'm doing it for a reason type shit, you know? And, and you do both. You sing, you yeah. rap. Do you produce? Produced yes, sir. And write. That whole <laughs> album, Good News, I produce, yeah. And that's what, 14 tracks? Let me let me double check. Yeah, Fort. Oh my God, the whole <laughs> collaboratively, you know. <laughs> Damn. See, and I started off. I started off as a producer. So, what what actually came first for you? Was it production? Was were you singing first? Were you doing poetry first? What what actually even sparked your music career? I mean, at the very beginning was jazz composition and like concert band. I was like in my school's music program and just like trying to learn as much as I could on my own too. Cause my family was very musical. Like I picked up trombone and then euphonium. And then like, I just, I would stay behind after school, honestly to stay out of trouble. And my band director respected that and would just let me learn. So I started like composing. I wanted to do film score stuff. And I just didn't like the structure as much as the freedom of just being able to make beats on my own. So I started making beats, trying to get beats to people, but I couldn't starting off. So I started rapping. Rap. Exactly. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep. That, that, that'll that do it. You try to serve somebody a, a beat you felt like was one of your best beats ever, and then they listen to it like, mm, or they just don't, you know, accept it how you want them to accept it. So it definitely will switch things up. And it, it's good that happened because look what it, it did it did for you. So, um, I mean, with, with your debut album coming out in 2020, that was around when the pandemic hit as well. Yes, sir. Did you feel that it was going to, you know, catch the the fire that it caught, especially during a time where we were dealing with so much? Definitely not. It was just for the love of it, honestly. Like, it was something that I felt like I always wanted to do just to create. And when it did start to get some, you know, garner some support and people just start showing me mad love was like, you know, kind of honestly caught me off guard and began to build my community for the first time online, you know, like whether it was like six pack Spotify showing mad love or, you know, I was in a collective at the time and we started getting buzzed. Like, yeah, no, nah. <laughs> all around. My with, bad. No, no, you good. With your debut album coming out, like bro said that uh, it was a lot of stuff going on around that time. You had the uh, George Floyd thing popping off. We were in a pandemic. Um, it was a lot of, a lot of violence, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. And um, for your first debut album, a lot of artists wouldn't shed light on that. But you mm -hmm. did with your damage in the lube. What made you want to, like, produce this and put this on an album? I was pissed off. I was like, 
you know, unable to felt like I was unable to do anything or make any kind of impact. And this was the one way that I could be loud. And it was like, also just felt like the whole point of being an artist is to shed light on your angle of the times. And it's like, you know, that was a genuine conversation that I had with my moms where I just happened to be recording. And it was like, you know, also showing people that all the other shit that I'm talking about on the album happens at the same time as that shit. And it's like, you don't have to be the person who's constantly, you know, quote unquote conscious or like talking at people or whatever for both to be true. You right. know what I mean? I feel like you articulated like your feelings and emotions well yeah. with this project, with that project. Good Thank news. Um, what was some, what, what, what is the influence that made you feel like I can, I can show this vulnerability and I can show this part of me and I can do this part of me and give it to the people. Like musically? Yeah. I mean, it's all over. Like most of my, all of my favorites are people who have that depth. People like Pharrell, people like Kendrick Lamar, people like Andre 3000, um, you know, people like Kanye West, people like um, Jay-Z, of course. Like it's like, that's that's what I think makes the people who last the longest is the idea of like I'm somebody who exists in multiple facets and like I give you the full range of the experience. I'm not a one trick pony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so for sure. But of course, like I'm inspired by people like Stevie Wonder and, you know, Marvin Gaye and Smokey Robinson and like, you know, we we would have never got uh we would have never got all of the music that we have that dips into that conscious realm unless we had stuff like the pieces of a man vinyl that's sitting behind you, Gil Scott Heron. Like, you know, we almost lost Detroit and stuff like that. So I try to step into that link. Hold on, y'all. I don't think y'all just heard this man. <laughs> Gee, like, he really went in his back. Like, he knows his, he about knows. Jill Scott Heron. Man, hold on, dog. Because your bag is deep. Never mind. Listen, <laughs> listen, that's cold. Now I'm 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 hearing you you know reflect on like your personal experience with music and it, it brought to my attention that you mentioned that your songs reflect different sides of your personality. So before we tap into this break, like how do you balance sharing personal experiences experiences and like maintaining your artistic expression? I mean, I think a big part of it is just not giving it too much thought and trying to really capture the feeling because what's organic tends to reflect the most reality, I feel like. So it's like, you know, trying to be a specific way, whether it's trying to be super conceptual and thoughtful and all those things, or trying to be super cool or whatever, it's like, it's going to fall flat. So, you know, whenever I get in the studio or if I'm just on a walk and an idea comes to me or whatever, like, I, I first of all, address God and then address my filter in a way that allows me to get out whatever comes first and it tends to be one way or the other or always at at the same time if that makes sense yeah. you know what i mean and i mean and that's why we feel it you know at the end of the day that's why we feel it because you put feeling into it hey to all the artists out there if you want your music in rotation all you got to do is go to illinois.co that's i-l-l-a-n-o-i-c-e dot c-o you go to the website bam and then you go to contact bam and then you go to radio submissions bam and you fill out the form and that's the you know you in rotation you're my saying on this noise radio chicago's most valuable radio show 
our special guest. I'm just going to say Muno. I love that. I love the Because with me being African and, and people be mis- mispronouncing Biko, I'm going to make sure they say Muno the correct way. You feel what I'm saying? But let's talk about your debut album, Pins and Needles. Um, you know, first and foremost, congrats on that. Yeah. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> congrats on that. Um, you know, your, your last body of work uh, dropped in 2020 which we were talking about. Uh, and I was asked you off air, I'm asking you on air. Do you, you know, how do you separate, you know, your debut album from your project that recently was listed? Because that's a solid piece of, that's a solid body of work within itself. So how, you know, what, um, you know, how do you determine, that, okay, this is my debut album. You know, that was uh, my past project. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the intention behind it. Like going into good news, it was like, I have all of these feelings that I just want to express type thing. And it was for the most part, just me in my room at Echo Park, like with a couple of my closest friends, putting ideas, you know, putting pen to paper. But with Pins and Needles, it's some of my closest collaborators across the past few years, um, you know, bouncing around to different studios, seeing different things, um, giving it the proper push and like, it's just a lot more of a world surrounding it as opposed to it being a collection of songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a forthcoming moment. It's something that we haven't done so far. So it feels like the proper debut. You know what I mean? Well, what can uh, listeners expect from pins and needles when it drop as far as like your, your musical ever evolution, I would say. It sees me in a lot of places I've never been, um, at least on record, you know, like, there's more singing, there's rapping in different ways, the production goes different directions. Like, I'm always in a state of exploration. So it's kind of like a check-in of where I've been over the past couple of years, you know? With this project, is this the first pro- Is this the first time that you're not responsible for 100% of the production? Um, I mean, I'm always collaborative with it, but this one is co-executive produced with my dog, Zach Ezzy. So it's kind of the intersection that we've created together. So definitely in that way, for sure, it is. I want to know, like, what what more are you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, When it comes to production and writing, which one are you more, like, really just... uh, into, yeah. Like, like which one are you, like, a perfectionist? Like, this has to be... Mm. I mean, I feel like, honestly, it's both... Like I, like I said, I started off producing, so that's a little bit more in my bones. Like when I hear a beat, I feel a way immediately and I'm, you know, automatically dissecting it without thinking about it. But like with writing, it's a whole different approach because I can't just make a beat anywhere or, you know, at any point during the day. I could be in the grocery store with just my phone, my wallet and my keys on me and something comes up, I record in my phone and that's the beginning of a song, you know? So it's like, it's different, but I feel like my relationship with both is like, you know, they're like they're both my kids, okay, type deal. So I couldn't pick. Which, which song on the album that's that like solidified like this is gonna be called Pins and Needles? Like this is gonna, this is why this is. The it honestly started with the concept before there was any music, which is not normally how I work, but it was. I, I actually started Pins and Needles before good news was completed. Whoa. So it was like... Years in the making. Yeah, like... But, I mean, I sat on the idea for a minute before it really started to 
you know, grow legs and do his thing. But the idea was like, a, it's this idea of being constricted in one place and the discomfort that comes with that. It's the discomfort from the inside and like maybe the mistakes that we make or the drawbacks of just getting growing, you know what I mean? Growing pains. But then it's also like external pressure and how you balance out the two because ultimately it's all for the sake of our development. It's like pins and needles, the discomfort that comes as you're walking uphill, but it's also the discomfort that comes, you know, as you learn who you are, the mistakes you make, the ways that you grow and change, the beautiful experience that it culminates to. Mm. Brother, you different. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, uh, like I, I love how, you know, you put meaning in your music. And again, that's why people, you know, are, are pretty much attracted to it and it's captivating more ears, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Thank you, brother. Let's speak a little bit on, you know, uh, some notable artists that then shouted you out and gave you praises such as like Smino, Jordan Ward, both them the homies. Um, and I would love to see a feature, hopefully sometime soon. God willing. You know, uh, but legends, like how do, how, how can I say this? How do these experiences influence um, your approach to your music career when you get certain, you know, uh, notable shout outs like that? I mean, I try not to, I try to just keep it true to the feeling hundred percent of the time. I think those are people who exist in the world that I feel like I exist in too. So it's like definitely affirming that we're on the right track. You know what I mean? But not so much that it's like, okay, let me try to make some more stuff that sound like this or less stuff that sound like this. Cause that kind of like defeats the purpose of like why anybody would fuck with me. You know what I mean? Don't get big headed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kill the real. Don't get big headed. And, 2024 20, is in full effect. You know, um, Pins and Needles is dropping in March. Um, this joint we got, Phonics, is dropping next week on Wednesday. Uh, so, like, what are your expectations, at least for this year? Some goals you would like to complete for this year. You already completed one. Yeah. You feel what I'm here? You're here <laughs> in great, Chicago. It's a great start to the year. You feel me? I mean, yeah, like, I definitely want to just see more, like, go to more places for the first time. I want to go on tour. For sure. Um, you know, when the album drops, I'm going to be just in exploration mode. I want to do a lot more of those collaborations. I definitely want to do some songs with more of my favorite artists, too. Like, um, That's the most exciting thing is just new collaborations and stuff. You know? That's to collaborate. Yo, collaborate is, I'm going to say it, collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. That's how you grow, especially during these today times. Now, we got Phonics loaded up. And you stated that... Um, let me let me let me pull my quote up from you. Where is it at? You mentioned that phonics is a song that that's about you know relationships that that get more complicated than intended. Can you you know delve into that a little bit more and, and break that down before we get into this this world premiere? For sure. Yeah, I mean like it's not something. I feel like the main thing was wanted it to feel like something you could just vibe to. It's something that you would put on, you know. Maybe when you're on the e-way, maybe when you're like at the house party, when you, you know, for the girls, like when you're getting ready to go out and stuff, just to feel yourself too. And I mean, with this, with the subtext, it's like this idea that you realize something might not be for you and you just distance yourself from it to do your own thing. And it's like doing your, it's the epitome of doing your own thing at the highest level. 
And it's like, you know, we just going to turn off all the noise and get into it. That's the feeling. It's got that West Coast feel as well. I mean, yeah. also, as we wrap things up, what even made you decide to put West Side Boogie on this thing in Tempest? West Side Boogie is one of my favorite rappers from the West Coast and has been since I was in high school. So, like, you know, that was a no-brainer. And the way he does storytelling, like, you'll hear he he gets into it. Like, Tempest, same thing, is another one of my favorite artists coming up out of the West Coast. So just having that balance of the perspectives so, it you know, everybody gets to feel that same feeling of, like, yeah, maybe, maybe they do got me fucked up. <laughs> maybe this is what I'm going to do next, you know? <laughs> I mean... Tonight is going down, man. You are at Sleeping Village for Tomorrow Never Knows Festival. Um, I mean, let people know what they can expect. You know, it's, it's your first time here in Chicago. It's your first time experiencing snow. So what mm -hmm. can the fans, for their first time experiencing you on this Chicago stage, expect? I'm definitely just bringing the raw energy. Um, it's going to be an experience. I like to bring everybody into the show and invite them. You know, so it's like I want everybody to come close and really just feel the energy of everything that we've been building toward over these past, not just couple months that we've been rolling out the album, but a couple years that we've been working on it and, you know, just create a vibe. Like it's, it's definitely like something where I want to meet you. I don't want you to just see me, you know? So hopefully we can see you sometime soon again, later on this year, back in the city as well, turning up, maybe like a Lollapalooza, Pitchfork or something, you know, Pitchfork Fest. Man, say you know? that again, bro. Lollapalooza, <laughs> Pitchfork Festival. <laughs> Shit. Lyrical, what's up? Hit us, please. <laughs> let, let people yeah, know how they can. get him in the summer, man. We can't just have him come here in, in the winter. winter. Let him experience. Better nah, yeah. get him some of that summertime shy. I know you didn't heard about the summertime shy. It's time to get some of that vibe. You need that vibe. Yeah. You need no. to see the, the shy in the yeah. summer. It's different. It's mm. a whole different place. Hit different, man. For sure. And, and, and man, the women walking around with the, the dresses on and stuff. That's another subject. <laughs> we got to get you back at Dresses and, and booty shorts. <laughs> Twisted T's and playing D's. You hear me? Hey, we definitely got to get you back, man. If Phonics is loaded no, up, no let, doubt. Uh, let people know where they can find you and, uh, you know, introduce the joint as well. When I say find you on your social media. For sure. <laughs> uh, one more time, my name is Asha Amuno. A-S-H-A-I-M-U-N-O. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify. Just search up my name. All my music will come up. Definitely give me a listen. Tap in. Keep touch. We're about to be doing a whole lot this year to roll out the album. So, you know, it's just a start. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois Jump. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio. Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. That's all, folks.